live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live from America. It is 11 a.m. It is Happy Friday. We made it. We made it through another week together. What a week of shows that we have had. As you can see, I'm dressed down a little bit. It is Friday, so I'm going to say casual Fridays. I think I'm going to start doing casual Fridays where I just dress down a little bit, re, uh, You know, focus on what we what we uh, accomplished this week, focus on the stories that we talked about this week, and uh, just, you know, kind of relax. So thank you very much for joining in right here, 11 a.m. live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, and I could not uh, think of a better audience that I would like to have than the one I have right now. You guys are more than an audience. You're not followers. You're not fans. You're family. That shit, that's, that's another shirt. That's another shirt, huh? Live from America. Not followers, not fans, but family. And uh, But it's, it's true, you guys. You guys really are. I look forward to every... Th- this is the greatest job of all time. It truly is. Because I look forward every day uh, to coming on the show, in the studio, to do two shows a day. I love doing the morning verses. I love con- uh, having conversation through social media with you guys. And you've become a second family to me. So thank you all very much for your kindness. Thank you for your donations. Thank you for your support to to allow me to do this as a, as a job. I'm just, I'm so incredibly humbled and so incredibly blessed. Uh, for those that are watching live on the website, on YouTube, thank you so very much. If you're listening to the podcast, thank you so very much. Make sure you wear your seatbelt if you're in the car and, and, and drive safe. Don't let the laughter of this show uh, keep your attention off the road. And uh, for everybody, for the thousands and thousands who watch after because they can't watch live, I hope for the day uh, that you can, that you can, that you can watch live at least one of the shows. Um, but I appreciate you guys so very much. All right, so let's get to some live shout-outs because there is a ton of people watching already. Thank you so much. Renee Cook, she says, yeah, makes my day. Thank you. Vicki Pitsley from Michigan, how are you? Lauren Cole is watching. Daniel Figany is watching from beautiful Idaho. I've never been to Idaho, but hopefully someday I can make it there as well. Jessica Sump is watching from Florida. Rosemarie Wingett says, good morning, everybody from North Carolina. Sandra Reeves, Randy Tinch, Douglas Cowgill, Patsy Baker. Um, Let's scroll down here a little bit because I know there's a lot of folks that come in a little later and they never really get their shout outs. So so I want to kind of scroll down and give some shout outs to people that I never, ever mention their names. Like, um, how about Sandy Cuthbert? From Ontario, Canada. We actually got some footage to show you from on, from Canada today. So thank you very much. Um, she says, um, uh, please keep my daughter in your prayer. She is an RN and received her first shot. Oh, oh today's show is going to show you some video footage of some people who took shots. So I definitely will keep her in my prayers, okay? We got Ryan Gay. Says, it's all good. Nothing to see here. Only Parmesan crack. Maybe my computer. Maybe not. No biggie. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a great one. That's a good one. Lynn Kent is watching. Lori Gilbert. It, she says, good morning from Indiana. First time live. I just learned about you yesterday. So glad I did. Well, Lori, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Hey, you know what? This is this is the great. I, I never really catch somebody live who is a brand to, who's a newbie to the show. And I want to welcome you. I want to thank you for being here. And I want to ask God to bless you and uh, make sure you spread it with your friends and your family. Maybe we'll get some some other newbies. We got Livio Maraglia. She says, "Hey JH, do you think China threatened to blow the whistle on the Democrats for unleashing the virus? That's why they won't boycott the Olympics." I think you might be on to something there. I think you might be on to something there. Remember, the reason why we didn't want Beijing Biden in the White House was because he is controlled by the CCP. And these are the things that we didn't want him in there for because we knew stuff like this would happen. Jan Blue is watching from the wonderful state of Wisconsin. We got Thornty uh, Hook. Thornty Hauk, watching from Space Coast, Florida. And I'll give one more shout out here. How about to Suzanne Mushik from Cherokee, North Carolina? Huh? So thank you guys all very much. Remember, like the video, share the video, get it out there. I want to give some special shout outs here quick because I got some more gifts. I, I swear it's like Christmas here every single day. I get so many gifts in the mail. It truly is like Christmas. Um, the first gifts come from Rachel Alt. And Michaela Wagner. And they sent me a beautiful, wonderful letter as well, which I read this morning. But this is what they sent me. They sent me this awesome tumbler with a lion overlooking the Capitol building. And on the back it says, lions, not sheep. Lions, not sheep. And also they sent me this other tumbler that's got a whole bunch of red, white, and blue on the bottom. It's glittery. It's got an amazing American flag on the back. And it says, the Hip Hop Patriot. So I want to thank you guys, you girls, actually, you ladies, you women, you wonderful women, uh, patriotic women. Thank you so much for your kindness, and thank you for that gift. I really appreciate it. Also, I have another gift here that did not have a name on it when it came through. Didn't have a name on it, so I don't know who sent it to me. But does it get any better than that? Does it get any better than that? This is a canvas, a large canvas to hang up in the studio. I Again, I don't know who sent it, because it didn't have a name anywhere on it. Which was like, huh, that's odd. Now, I want to give another... Now, this, wait till you see this gift. Wait till you see this gift. Now, this gift um, is amazing. The, the, I don't know if I'll be able to, to compete with, with President Trump's face, but this was made for me by Kim Thompson. Check it out. She drew me and uh, she wrote the, the Hip Hop Patriot says to Jeremy Harrell from Kim Thompson. Of course, that's my ugly mug there. It might even be it might even be better looking than the real thing. But I can't wait to hang this. I don't have a picture of me uh, in my studio because I kind of think that uh, normally that is like dictator like <laughs> to have a picture of yourself up on your wall. But that and right there, that was a wonderful gift sent to me by a wonderful human being, Kim. God bless you. Thank you for drawing that for me. It was truly amazing. And I want to give one more special thanks to Karen Napier. Uh, Karen Napier sent a, a, a wonderfully large donation. And you know what? Whether it's $1, whether it's $1,000, I, I look at it as the same. But I know how hard it is to come, out, to come up with a, a large donation, especially these day and age when gas prices are already 25% higher than they were in January. So thank you, Kim, uh, Karen and Kim and and mystery donor i don't know who, who the mystery donor is of that canvas 
but I appreciate it more than you know. I, I go to bed every night uh, asking God to bless all of you guys. So thank you so very much. It's truly an honor to be doing what I'm doing for you. And I can't wait to do more. I cannot wait to grow the show and uh, see where see where God takes us. I have no stress in all of this. I have no compass in all of this except to follow God's path. And wherever he leads us, he leads us. And speaking of God, let's get right to him for the verse of the day today. Now, you probably didn't really care for this verse when you saw it sent to you this morning through the newsletter. Because the caption of this email said, Do you love Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> and I bet most of you were like, Uh, no, we don't. Why? But let me get... <laughs> Let me get to the verse before you um, before you uh, you know attack me too much. The verse of the day today comes from 1 Corinthians 13, 13. And it says, And now abideth faith, hope, and charity. These three. But the greatest of these of these three is charity. Okay? Um, in this verse, charity is also used to express the word love. In some translations, you will actually see the word love in place of the word charity in 1 Corinthians 13, 13, okay? However, the message remains the same. Charity and love, they're one and the same. The message remains the same. And God says the greatest of these three is the love part. Now, that four-letter word is the reason that we're all here to begin with. Everybody wants to know the reason that mankind is here, the reason that we, that we exist. It's love. Love is the answer. Love is the word, okay? So um, the message remains the same. God wants us as Christians to show and have faith, hope, and love, and the latter the most. We are expected to reach across the aisle to opposing sides and opposing opinions with love. It's so incredibly hard to do so. Trust me, I know. I sit here and I make fun of people like Stretch Face Pelosi all day long. Doesn't mean that I don't that I hate her. Okay, I don't want people to misconstrue. A lot of people have a very hard time grasping. Well, if you're a Christian, there's no way that you could that you could laugh at the expense of somebody else. That's not true. That's not true. There is a thing called a sense of humor. Okay, um, but let me let me move on. We are expected to reach across the aisle to opposing sides and opinions with love. It's so incredibly hard to do this, especially when the other side, the left, hates us hates our faith in God, they hate Jesus, and they hate freedom. They've said it themselves. Even Jerry Nadler told, told the world that, that, that God has no place inside Congress, even though it says in God we trust, right above his tiny little short fat head. Um, so if they hate God, they hate Jesus, they hate freedom, how are we supposed to love them? How? Well, even Jesus loved the people that were torturing him to death. Think of the torture and the beatings and the spitting and the kicking and the vulg and the vulgarities and the evil that exuded from these people. But still, Jesus loved them. Even asked God to 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 um, forgive them because they know not what they did. All right. So even Jesus loved them, and they were torturing them to death. They were just as evil as today's left. Nancy Pelosi was used in this caption of this message today because you can see the evil in her eyes. You can see the disgust that she has for you. Joan Didiman, watching right now. Kelly Roberts, Sharon Hatcher, Alex Araya. You can see the hate and the evil in her eyes that she has when she looks at people like you. Would you save her from death if you could? That's the question. If you saw Nancy Pelosi drowning, 
Would your moral compass kick in and save her? Of course it would. Of course it would. You should. And you're expected to do so by your Father in Heaven. This is something that we all can work on. I know it's something that I have to work on even more myself. Make sure you pray for her and any other person that wants to do you harm. Pray for God to show you how to open your heart and release any hate that you have in your heart for these people. Jesus said, those who have hate in their heart are a murderer in God's eyes. So let's let go of the hate. Let's hold them accountable. Let's stand up against their lies. That's all okay. But don't hate them. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we will move right to the Lord's Prayer. Okay? If you can say it loud and proud, do it from your lips to his ears. But if not, say it inside so the Spirit can hear it. You ready? All right, let's all join in together. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. <laughs> Jan Blue says, I'd save her, but I can't swim. <laughs> you know what? Part of me, even though I can swim, would be like, I can't swim. I don't know what you want me to do. I can't. You might have to go. I, I, sorry, Nancy. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that skin is so tight it would keep her afloat. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So, um, <laughs> hmm. Oh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you can find me. Just look at the scrolling text at the bottom of the screen, and it tells you where you can find me on Rumble, YouTube, Instagram, Telegram, Parlor, Freedom, and, of course, my website, jeremyharrell.com. And by the end of April, we will be on Vimeo, Clout Hub, Frank, StreamYard, Roku, and Fire Stick, because it's all about distribution, distribution, distribution. Welcome to the 93rd day of military occupation in our nation's capital, on our nation's soil, by soldiers who don't want to be there, but are forced to be there by the top brass, which is the far left, which is the deep state. And welcome to the 386th day of 15 days to slow the spread. But now, oh, watch out. Now they said there's another strand. Oh, there's a mutated strand. It's here now, and it's more dangerous than the first one. Yeah, right. Look, here's the deal. We're not buying it again. We don't even care <laughs> if it is more dangerous than the first one. You're never locking us down again. That stuff is never happening again. You had your fun. You had your mail-in ballots. You had your election stolen. You had all that. You had your fun. But daddy's home now, ladies and gentlemen. The kids will play while the parents are away. But the parents are home now. We're standing up state by state, and you're never, ever, ever going to lock us down, ever ever again. Which brings me to the first and foremost section of today, which is President Trump is becoming more vocal every day, and he's raising more money every day, and he just put out two new endorsements. One I agree with, one I don't. However, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. We don't know what kind of talk President Trump has with the people he endorses before he publicly endorses them, but I guarantee you, Knowing President Trump the way I do, 
100% guaranteed that if he put out a public endorsement of somebody, he had a mighty fine talk with them behind the curtain and told them, look, this is the way you're going to do things. This is the way it's going to be. If I'm attaching my name to you, you're not going to be like a uh, Mitch McChina or a or a Murkowski or a Mom Jeans Mitt Romney. You're not going to be like any of them. You are going to be exactly what you're expected to be if I'm going to endorse you. So his first endorsement was of Rand Paul of Kentucky. Great endorsement. I've, be, I've come to really respect Rand Paul over the years. And even though he ran against President Trump in 2016 and President Trump laid the smackdown on him by saying there was plenty of subject matter there uh, to, to pick on because they were picking on President Trump's physical, you know, his hands, his hair and all that stuff like that. President Trump put Rand Paul in his place, beat the snot out of him like he did the other 16 Republicans and went on to become the president of the United States. However, since then, most of those guys up there, I've, I've, I've got tremendous respect for Ted Cruz being one of them, Rand Paul being another one. Now, one of them that I do not have a lot of respect for, but again, President Trump is doing what he's doing and I have to respect what he's doing and I have to trust what he's doing. But he then went on to endorse Tiny Hands, Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio, remember the water? Rubio, (laughs) Rubio. Now, just about a month and a half ago, I was telling you that Marco Rubio was eh, starting to get a little mouthy when it came to the possibility of Ivanka Trump running against his Senate seat. Well, then Ivanka decided not to run for the Senate seat, and Marco Rubio kind of fell back in place. President Trump endorsed him yesterday, last night. So I don't know what's going on there except for to tell you that they all are in Florida, and I guarantee you that if President Trump endorsed him, then there's something behind it. There's something substantive behind that, and there's something that we have to trust that Donald Trump would not put his name on his name um, if there wasn't some kind of conversation that was happening, some kind of expectation to be had. So I did want to start the first and foremost section out with that. Coupled with this, you'll be pleased to know that President Trump's future is bright. He has already raised... From his super PAC, which is headed up by Corey Lewandowski, fellow New Hampshireite, friend of mine right here in New Hampshire, um, his new super PAC has already raised over $85 million of cash on hand. $85 million of cash on hand ahead of the 2022 midterm elections. Here's the goal. We need to get President Trump to $500 million because that's right around the same amount of money that Mark Zuckerberg put in to help steal the 2020 election. So if we can get President Trump to $500 million from now until until 2023, then I think that he's in a good position to not only run the table in the midterms, get the House and the Senate back, but also come back and, um, you know, I mean, obviously we know he's going to come back and win because each state is already making it impossible for them to steal again, at least the swing states. So we know we got this in the the bag and we know that New Hampshire and Arizona are going to lead the charge uh, to get everybody to get rid of Dominion. Okay, courage is contagious and it's happening week by week. All right. So $85 million already raised by President Trump and Corey Lewandowski. And that's just a drop in the bucket, ladies and gentlemen. That's just happened in the last 30 days. $85 million in 30 days. Can I raise $85 million in 30 days? Man, imagine imagine what we'd be able to do right here from live from America if we had $85 million. 
Get to donating, folks. Let's get $85 million as well. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But that's a, that's a heck of a... That's a heck of a lot of money to raise in that little bit of time. Don't you think? Um, somebody said, how do we contribute? Well, you can go to DonaldTrump.com. And I, I don't know if you can still donate there, but it should direct you to the Super PAC. Um, but you, I'll find that out, and I'll actually put that in the uh, in Telegram or, or Instagram or somewhere. I'll, I'll figure that out, and, and we'll, we'll start to... Um, maybe, ooh, you guys just gave me a good idea. Maybe we'll take another... 10% from what you guys buy on the store. We're already giving 10% to family farmers. We're already doing that. Maybe we'll take another 10% and we'll donate to President Trump every month as well. Um, all I know is that President Trump knows what he's doing. Uh, do I agree with everything he does? No, but he knows what he's doing. And I respect him and I trust him. All right? Help me out, like the video, and share the video as we continue to go on to this. Now, do you guys know who DMX is? You guys know I'm pretty good at impressions, right? I do a pretty mean DMX. Now, a lot of the a lot of the people that watch the show probably don't know who DMX is. So let me give you an idea. Let me give you a quick uh, overview of who he is. He is a rapper. He's been a rapper. He was back. He became a uh, really well known in the early two thousands, late nineteen nineties, early two thousand. He became really well known. And he started a group called the Rough Riders. They were all, you know, hardcore rappers, selling drugs, blah, 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 you know, riding their four-wheelers and their, and their motorcycles. Either way, long story short, he was, a, he was an intricate, intricate part in moving uh, the rap music on, uh, and hip-hop, uh, you know, brands to what they are today, okay? So DMX is on life support right now. He's on, he's on life support right now. I, I'm pretty sure he's not dead yet. At least he wasn't the last time I checked. But he's pretty close to being dead. Now, if you know who DMX is, he is he's had a lot of trouble with drugs. A lot. Crack, cocaine, probably friends with Hunter Biden. Who knows? All right? Um, long story short, uh, when I first found out that he was on life support a few days ago, I thought immediately it was because of crack. All right? I thought it was immediately because of cocaine or some kind of drug. However, his family just came out and said that that's not true, that he's been clean for quite a while, he has no drugs in his system, which can easily be found out, and we all thought it was from a drug overdose. Oh, somebody said he passed away last night. Well, RIP to DMX, okay? Um, but his family came out and said that he took the CCPV, he took his doses just a few days before being admitted to the hospital with a massive heart attack. Took the vaccine, guys. Out of the blue. His family says that he has no drugs in his system. An autopsy will tell that. So if an autopsy comes out and, and it is made public and shows that he has no drugs in his system, then you have to assume that his heart attack or his heart failure and his brain uh, going brain dead is tied directly, you have to, to the CCPV that he took just days before that. All right. Now I'm not going to do an impression of DMX right now, although I may <laughs> I may do so in his memory uh, another show. But it's 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 pretty sad what what happened to him. Okay, Tiffany, I didn't say donate to him. I don't know why people. <laughs> I didn't say donate to 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 DMX. I said donate to President Trump. I did not say donate to DMX. His family's got plenty of money if he didn't smoke it all away. My point is here, though, ladies and gentlemen, is he is his family come out and said he took the CCPV. Okay, that's bad news bears. 
That's not a good thing. I'm about to show you. Okay, his death was a false rumor. He is still on life support. That's what I thought. Either way, I, I he's brain dead, and I don't think there's any any hope unless you know God wants to intervene. Now, here's the thing about DMX. Even though he lived that life, and even though he smoked crack, and he was a cokehead, and he sold drugs, and he's probably even murdered people, who knows? He was still a Christian, called himself one anyway. And he, and even on his albums, he had many many uh, uh, pieces of poetry about Jesus. Okay, so I'm not here to judge a person whether they're um, whether they are uh, a Christian or whether they're not a Christian, but I am here to tell you that. I listened to, to DMX for years, and he always talked about God, and he always talked about Jesus. And here he is now, in this position, and you have to tie it. If he has no drugs in his system, then you have to tie it to the CCPV. Now, I'm going to show you something very disturbing. Very, very disturbing. Okay? Mm, 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 mm. What you're about to see here, I actually want to remove some of the the... the scrolling text at the bottom and stuff so you can see this in its entirety what you're about to see here is a physical deformity real time of a woman who just received her j and j ccpv and it's not good okay so let's switch this over and play this video for you heel and back Ever since I took that fucking shot. Sorry for the language. I got the Johnson and Johnson shot. Warning on the language. I got that vaccine shot in it. It messed me up bad. I broke out in hives all over my body. Look at her face. And then after I broke out in hives, my whole head started swelling up. Look how big my head is. This my whole head, y'all. And then I woke up this morning and my eyes shut, closed. I went to the urgent care yesterday and they told me that they couldn't give me no medicine because it would interact with the COVID vaccine, which was a lie. Because when I woke up this morning and went to the hospital, they went on ahead and have to be that, to be that one. Y'all been through hell and back ever since I took that fucking shot. I got the Johnson and Johnson shot. All right, well that's that's pretty much all. I'm it, it doesn't really show anymore, so we're gonna we're gonna end it there. Uh, and I'm sorry for the language. I, I I forgot that she had that she'd swore in the video, but you seen you seen it, didn't you? You seen her face. You seen her eye. You seen her head. She got the J and J. Now, let me tell you something about the J&J, folks. J&J Vax site halts operations after adverse reactions to 18 patients in just a, 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 just a few days. So in just a few days, 18 patients have started to look like that and, and, and other hives broke out and other things. Now, again, this is not me telling you not to get it because I'm sure there are more people out there getting it who are fine than not. The reason I'm showing you this stuff is because of how quickly this came about. How quickly it was pushed out there and how forcefully 
They're trying to make you take it. That's why I'm showing you this stuff. David Burrow says, it's saw, not seen. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, right? You get what I'm saying. They're trying to force it on everybody when this kind of stuff is happening. Like I said before, it's like putting, you know, a thousand jelly beans in a bowl and telling me that there's only 10 in there that will kill me. They're mixed in there. You don't know which ones they are. Would you reach in a bowl of jelly beans if there was a thousand jelly beans in there, but 10 of them that were, that were fatal and that could kill you? Would you reach in there and eat those jelly beans? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And that's what I compare this kind of stuff to. So, it's scary stuff. Um, and I want to show you something else too. I don't know if you guys know who she is. But it's Dr. Naomi Wolf. Okay? She's very, very, very intelligent woman when it comes to, uh, to, to, to vaccines and when it comes to technology. Now, I saw something on Steve Bannon that... Uh, um, on Steve Bannon's War Room show that prompted me to, to look deeper into Naomi Wolf. Now, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but in China, they don't have just a credit score. They have a social score, like a social credit score, meaning how you react in society, what you post online, the things you say, your personality, the, you, the things that you uh, do, that's all watched. It's all watched, and it's all... Um, the CCP's got everybody on lockdown. They know everything you do at all times in China. And if you have a bad social score, you can't get on public transportation. So if your social score is lower than it should be, you're not allowed to get on a bus. You're not allowed to take public uh, taxis or Ubers or anything like that. And you already know how the left is trying to turn us into China, right? You know this. Well, this CCPV passport this digital passport that they want for you to have to get an app to say that you took it? Wait till you see what Naomi Wolf says that that's actually about to do. It's about to do the same thing that's going on in China right now, folks. To monitor you, to watch you, to know everywhere you go, to know everything that you do in order to allow you to do certain things. So I'm going to play for you a few minutes of what Naomi Wolf is talking about on this video. And um, it's quite disturbing, but it makes perfect sense because it's exactly, it's exactly what is happening in China. And if you know the left, they're trying to turn us into China. So here you are. Here you go. Uh, two days ago, vaccine passports were rolled out in an announcement by President Biden's administration. Um, and, of course, the tech companies have been lobbying for vaccine passports to be rolled out globally. Uh, they are already rolled out in Denmark. Um, they've been rolled out in Israel. Those of you who are following me describing this know that in four months, vaccine passports, quote-unquote, have turned Israel into a closed society, destroyed civil society organizations, created an apartheid system, and activists and advocates and critics of the system in Israel are saying that they're surveilled 360 degrees, 24 hours a day, uh, and marginalized from society. Um, to recap a bit, 
vaccine passports. I tell you this as CEO of a tech company, are a social credit system, as in China. They won't in the future have the functionality right now. They have the functionality to um, suspend your Google Pay or Apple Wallet or PayPal to let you out of your house, to let you go on to public transportation or not, to let you get a job, to let your child go to school, to uh, machine read your social media so that if you skew conservative, you can use public transportation or highways, and if you skew liberal, if another administration is in office, um, you can use those facilities and your counterparts can't. Um, it is 360-degree totalitarianism in the guise of an app. Uh, and I've been sounding the alarm exhaustively uh, since the rollout began really in force. I personally think that there's a huge push to establish the vaccine passports, which are already created by Microsoft and Salesforce and Oracle and are, are, are ready. Uh, and there have been articles in today's newspapers in The Hill, in uh, Wired, uh, saying they're ready, they're here. Obviously they are, but that doesn't mean they're legal and can be rolled out. Now, I want to, I want to uh, tell you guys something here. She is a Democrat. She was a Biden voter. When people like this are starting to realize what they did, and they're realizing what they voted for, and they're switching their minds... That lets you know something because Democrats usually don't do that. Now, that is why you see people, that's why you see governors putting a very, very strong stance on that uh, and executive orders on no CCPV passports in our state because they know where this is headed. They know the kind of totalitarianism that, 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 that this is stemmed from. So when you have a Democrat who's coming out and telling you what they're doing, Ladies and gentlemen, that's bad news. And now you know why this was pushed all over the world. And now you know why they tried to force it so much. Now you know why they tried to scare you so badly. Look what they did to America in one year. Look what they did. I Yesterday, I decided to take my bike out for a ride real quick because it was nice out. So I decided to take the, uh, take the, um, the Can-Am out. And get a little bit of wind therapy. And I took it out and I drove by the school as the school was getting out. And I noticed all the kids that were getting out. I would say 90% of them outside after leaving school were wearing masks. And I thought to myself, wow, look how fast they socially engineered us. They scared you. Then they demonized you. They called you grandma killer. They called, They said they, they, they tried to spin it so that you're not a Christian if you don't care about your neighbor. And tried to make you so that you were so afraid of this thing so that they could push the ballots. The, 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 what happened in the 2020 election. The mail-in stuff. And now the passport. And it's really all for one thing and one thing only. Control. Well, this is America, Jack. Joe. Whoever it is that I'm talking to. This is America. You're not going to do it here. You might think you're winning. It might look like you're winning. 80% of the 90% of the kids might have them on, but that doesn't mean it's going to continue. And it's not going to continue. We're getting rid of it piece by piece. And I'm not talking about the CCPV itself. I'm talking about the fear-mongering, the scare tactics, and the narrative. It's been disgusting from the beginning. 
and I can't even believe we allowed this to happen. Now, I've been standing up strong against it for this long, but so many people are brainwashed. So many Americans have, have, have become China. We've become China. Even our citizens are so weak and so scared, they don't even know what their rights are. Most of our citizens have never even read the Constitution and don't even know the Bill of Rights. That's sad. And that's exactly what the government has tried to get people to, to do for years, is to lose it all. Is to lose it all. Now, yesterday, I showed you a, a video from Canada where they put a double fence around, that, around uh, Grace Life Church. And I told you, people are going to have to stand up. People are going to sooner or later have to stand up in numbers. Now, then we saw that pastor, um, that Polish pastor, kick the police out, calling them Nazis, calling them, um, you know, uh, dictators, uh, calling them fascists, telling them to get out of his church, and he was screaming at them, and they finally left. Now, will they come back and do something? More than likely. More than likely they will. But the fact is, somebody stood up. I'm about to show you another video from a Canadian health uh, uh, from a Canadian restaurant where a Canadian health department went into this restaurant to shut it down and ended up leaving real quick. Why? Because the people that were in the restaurant eating had had enough, and they all stood up and they all started screaming at the health department to get out, get out, get out. Here we go. <laughs> Now, the same thing happened in Italy. Oops, the same thing happened in Italy about three months ago. 500 restaurant owners all got together and said, We're opening today, and no matter what, we're not closing. And they did it. 500 restaurant owners opened up their restaurants all at once, and they stopped. They stopped the tyranny and, and, and they had to leave. They couldn't shut them down. Why? Power in numbers, folks. Power in numbers. You see it every day on somebody's video. Somebody's sharing it somewhere where they're standing up and, and they're just leaving. Power in numbers, folks. Speaking of numbers, we just had about 200 people drop off. So I'm not sure if the video was frozen and you couldn't see it. That's what it looks like to me. Hold on here. There we go. Sorry about that. But that's what it's going to take, folks. That's the kind of stuff that it's going to take right there. So sorry for uh, for not switching the camera over soon enough. It looked like we were frozen, but we weren't. I was still talking. So hopefully people jump back in. But that's what it's going to take, folks. It's going to take people standing up. Now, I want to uh, read something from Elijah Schaefer. I don't know if you know who Elijah Schaefer is, but he is a journalist for The Blaze. Okay? I like The Blaze. I do. I like all the, I like the people that work for The Blaze. 
but he's a journalist for the Blaze, and he actually put out a post, and he, he said this, and I'll quote him and, and what he said. He said, damn, we just exposed fake verified influencers. He's talking about Twitter. We just exposed Twitter. Fake verified influencers to spread misinformation in America to benefit the Democrat agenda. The project appears to be connected to the CCP. Evidence on the page suggests that the Biden administration could be connected to this as well, although not fully confirmed yet. And then he wrote, this is bad. You know this. I know this. Anybody who's been censored five, six, seven, eight times over something that's actually true knows this. And anytime you've even just posted an opinion that has nothing to do with anything whatsoever that could be construed as community guideline violations, and you're suspended. We've known this for a long time. But they're now just starting to figure this stuff out, folks. They're now just starting to figure this out. So he says, damn, we just exposed Twitter. They have fake verified influencers. That means fake accounts that are blue check marks. Okay? Spreading misinformation to Americans in order to benefit the Democrat agenda, the project appears to be connected to the CCP. Appears to be? Appears to be? You take, follow the money and you'll find out exactly what happened in the November 3rd election and I guarantee you, I would bet, I would bet anything on that, that it's all tied to the CCP. How stupid do you have to be not to know this? But again, I'm telling you guys, I I keep telling you guys about the walls closing in. Now, some of you go, some of you see it. Some of you see the forest for the trees. Some of you know what I'm telling you is, is wow, piece by piece by piece, dominoes are falling. But there are some out of of you out there that are still like, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. See, we even expose it, it doesn't matter. It does matter. It does matter because you have to understand that you have... All the major news agencies in this country, all of them, and 90% of them are fake. You have them and you have an entire political party and then you have half the country constantly combating and uh, you constantly combating the, the information that you're putting out, the facts that you're putting out. They even have hired companies like Lead Stories, PolitiFact, and USA Today, and, and, and AP and many others, and Snopes. They even hire them in order to get rid of your information. So it's not about... It's not about nothing is happening. It's they have such an orchestrated effort and such a machine to silence you when you get it out. Why do you think President Trump has gone from Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and YouTube? Why do you think I'm gone from Facebook and Twitter? Why do you think they knock us all off? Because they don't want the information getting out. Because they know the more the information does get out, the more va- um, the more validated it is to, to regular everyday people. There's still people out there who have no idea that there was any election fraud whatsoever. There's still people out there that think that there was none. That there was none. That it didn't happen. They could not tell you one piece of, uh, one shred of evidence. Because that's the narrative. But it is happening. The walls are closing in. Day by day, piece by piece, those dominoes are falling down. Now, let's move on to some good news and let's give the first Smarty Award. Hey, we haven't given any Smarties or Dum Dums. Let's give this first Smarty Award of the day today, guys. We're going to give that to Alabama Governor Kay Ivey because she finally lifted the mask mandate rules and urges, this is quote, common sense instead to combat this virus. Number one, there's nothing to combat, okay? 
if we haven't combated the com if we haven't combated the common uh, uh, every year flu, then there's nothing to combat. The only thing that there is here to combat is a narrative, the story that I just told you. That's the only thing here to combat. There's no sickness to combat, and the only sickness there is to combat is that rhetoric coming from the left. Period. But shout out to Alabama. So if you live in Alabama and you didn't know it because the mainstream media won't report it, your your mask mandate is now lifted. Now, here's the part of the, of the, uh, the show that I couldn't wait for. It is Friday. Let's give away two Bibles. I got my pen in hand. I'm ready to write down the two names. But if you say you need a Bible, please really need a Bible, okay? Because I don't want to send them to people who already have them. I want to send Bibles to people who don't have them. And if you are one of the lucky people that I just catch that says I need a Bible, then make sure you uh, email me your address so I can send it to you, okay? Um, and I'm going to send two Bibles out today because we've got people donating Bibles and we have people sending money for me to buy Bibles in order to get out as many as we possibly can. So I want two people to say, I need a Bible and, uh, or I would love a Bible, whatever it is. Okay. Um, the first one that I seen was Sandy Cuthbert. So I'm going to write that down. Sandy Cuthbert, make sure that you email me and, and let me know your address. And the next one, Oh, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to slow this down because I seen two things there. Uh, Carla, where'd you go? Carla Reynolds says, I need a kid's Bible. So I have one of those for you, Carla. Carla Reynolds, I do have one kid's Bible that I can send to you. And Philip Hendricks. Philip Hendricks. Okay, if you guys could do me a favor. I know that there's plenty of more people on here who said they needed one. And I'm so, so sorry. Amy Morales, you said you need a Bible for your kids. Let's send out one more kid's Bible. Okay, because I don't want to, I definitely don't want to, uh, to deprive the kids. All right, so we're get, we got four Bibles, guys, that we're going to be sending out. If your name is Amy Morales, Sandy Cuthbert, Carla Reynolds, or Philip Hendricks, please email me with the topic, I, uh, I won the Bible, or um, free Bible, or whatever it is in capital letters so I can see it. Because like I said, I got thousands of emails to go through. Most of you have emailed me and not gotten an email back. Know that I haven't gotten to them yet. But at least if I go in there specifically looking for certain things, then I should, um, then I should be able to find them. So please email your address to me and I will get them out as soon as possible. Sorry for all of you who I did not get to. But again, I am going to, once the new website is completely out, which should be any day now, um, with the new directories and stuff like that, I'm going to instruct the guy who does the websites for me to add a section in there for people to sign up for Bibles. Because if it's one thing that you should have, if you don't, it is a Bible. And I want to help you. I want to help you. My email address is, is on the bottom as well, folks, so you guys can get you guys can reach out to me. All right? Um, let's move to the first dumb dumb award of the day. And by the way, congratulations for those who won the Bible. All right? Because um, I wouldn't say won, but we're chosen to get a Bible because it's going to change your life. And I'll tell you one, one thing that I tell everybody when they say, what do I do? A lot of people are so, um, a lot of people are so removed from God and removed from the Bible. They don't know what to do. They're so overwhelmed when they get it. And my advice is start at the beginning. Start where it says in the beginning. And just go from there. And don't pressure yourself to read it fast or try to get done in a certain time. Just read it. 
and then download an app. Uversion is a good app. Uversion is a great app. If you download that app, it'll give you daily verses that you can just go through throughout the Bible and read them as you're reading it in chronological order, okay? So God bless you all very, very much, all right? Um, it's Jeremy at JeremyHerald.com for those who can't see the scrolling words at the bottom. Jeremy at JeremyHerald.com. And please uh, only email me if it's important because I got so many to go through. Um, I, I'd appreciate that. Anyway, first dumb dumb award of the day <laughs> boom is going to go to an anti-trump action committee known as mad dog pack and the reason why these guys are going to get the dumb dumb award of the day today and i gotta tell you i hope i hope and pray that um where is it i want okay here it is i'm gonna show it to you this is why they get the dumb dumb award of the day today it's truly sickening, actually. They put up a billboard of Matt Gates that said, Matt Gates wants to date your child. All because of this smear campaign that Matt Gates is going through right now. This, this um, anti-Trump action committee known as Mad Dog Pack put this billboard up. And basically, this is defamation of character at the highest degree. This is ruining somebody's character at the highest degree when there's no proof whatsoever that he dates young girls at all. I hope Matt Gates sues the ever-loving you-know-what out of Mad Dog Pack for putting this billboard up in Florida. It's disgusting, it's wrong, but this is what the left does. This is what they do. And I hope Mad, Matt Gates sues them and sues them for all they're worth. Um, so they get the first dum-dum. We're also going to give away another smarty here. And, and, and this smarty is going to go to, to, um, to the video I showed you, Dr. Naomi Wolf. Even though she's a Democrat, she's waking up, she's red-pilled, she knows what she did is wrong, and I guarantee you she will never, ever, ever vote for another Democrat ever again. So this goes to her as well. And let's follow that up with another Smarty, because wait till you see this next video. I'm going to give this next Smarty to Crowder from Louder with Crowder. The guy is constantly censored, just like everybody else. But I got to give him a Smarty today. I like his show. I like what he does. I like the awareness he brings. But he did a complete reenactment, a complete reenactment of the George Floyd knee on the neck. He got a guy the same size. As, as the cop, the same weight, he did it the same way. The only difference is Crowder didn't have four times the legal limit of fentanyl and whatever other drugs that George Floyd ended up eating that day in his system. Crowder wanted to see what it was actually like to have a guy of the same height and weight as Derek Chauvin kneel on his neck to see just what it felt like because he wants to know the truth. So I'm going to give him a Smarty Award of the Day today. And I am going to show you the video right now where at the point where they went outside and they had this done. It's it's actually <laughs> it's actually pretty smart of him to do this. Uh, let me let me actually remove again the, the text at the bottom because I want you to see the whole video without my name and all that in the way. Okay, here we go. Louder with Crowder recreates. The kneeling on the neck. Here we are. Can you, hey, Finnegan, stop, stop with the sanitizing. The I don't think it's going to make a difference at this juncture. No, I don't think so either. All right, so 
Talk to him. Okay. Oh, we lost your owner for one second. Hold on. Hold on. We're getting it back. What? There we go. All right, you're good. Oh, Guys, Stephen, can you step to your right? Let me just fast forward it a bit here. My, uh, so Finnegan, come here and hold this microphone. They're going to handcuff him. Works. All right. Put him on my wrist. Just okay. Prop, All right, so can you still hear me? Yes, we can. Yep. Is Dave back yet? No, he is no, not. He's still, I, think okay. he's, uh, I think he's avoiding By the way, these If you want to know the truth, recreate it. These are much smaller handcuffs than actual handcuffs, just so you know. Dave's back. Hey, Dave's back. <laughs> so these handcuffs actually have less room, like a bit more distance. Okay. Now I'm getting a little bit of echo with my own uh, sound here. Fast forward it a bit here. Ready? And three, two, one. Okay, all right. So and wanted to do it for the same yeah. amount of time yeah. as well. They weighed this now guy to make sure he was the same weight as Derek Chauvin as well. So, um, my left shoulder right now is popped out of the socket. But it's so five seconds in and you don't like it. Well, no, yeah, no. I'm already complaining. Hey, you know what, Dave? Sometimes you deserve to be arrested. <laughs> That's true. He's specifically meaning you, Dave. No, yeah, yeah, I, I think, uh, my response is agreement. I think, uh, uh, I think they were lower on the legs there, Brendan. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think they were more like on the hamstring area. Okay. So, all right. There you go. So, un uncomfortable position for sure. It's supposed to be a restraint. Stephen, can you talk to us a little bit? Can you breathe? Yeah, no, fine? I can talk to you. I have, I have more of a spasm in my neck because my neck's been sore for a couple of days. Okay. Like I said, what really hurts is my left shoulder just because of a, a, a nagging shoulder injury and the fact that Tokenau put the cuffs on my forearms, not on my wrist. Again, he did that? Yeah, he put them on perpendicular he did it on to purpose. where my wrist goes as opposed to actually putting them. So, he made it needlessly unpleasant. Thanks for that, Tokenau. <laughs> Is this how he was cuffed then? Do we have I it think, properly? I, I think it was properly. Well, I think what he's saying I think is they cuffed his, work, his is worse. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen's I think they cuffed Floyd properly. I think that I have produced. Let me fast forward it. Fast forward it a bit. Low back is what I'm saying. So that's the thing that I that's think. That's the part too. That oh, the right knee? Yeah. yeah. I think that right knee, I, I don't know. Just leave it where it is for now. Because if anything gets worse for you, Stephen, because it's constricting breathing more by having it there. Um, than it would have been on Yeah, no, on this Floyd. is probably worse. If, it's, With the if right you're knee, saying that his right knee was on the ground, that would be less weight on Floyd. Right. So Six okay, minutes to go. There. My point is, does he feel any straining from you? Does he feel anything that would indicate that you're suffering? I don't know. All? Hey, Tokenau, hey, uh, yeah, and by the way, I don't think the guy was on his legs for the whole time either. Right? I, don't, I don't know. I Wasn't he on there for only a portion of the he time? He was only on there for a portion of the time, and then he was holding his legs more with his hands than anything okay. else. So let's fast forward it a little bit more. Springing off the balls of his feet and putting more weight on me. There's less weight on me now. But he already went back down, though. Like, that means he was uncomfortable. What? Well, you're talking about Token Island yes. or Steven? Token Island. Yeah, I, so think, I don't think Stephen maintains the same position the entire time. I think we have a... a and you look deathly uncomfortable right now. I'm very yeah. uncomfortable. Of course it's not comfortable. Restraint positions are not comfortable. I'm not saying that he should be at a bed and breakfast. <laughs> I'm <know>. just pointing <laughs> out what I'm looking at. Well, so here's the thing, right? Can't I just play some side of this? You can play that, right? <laughs> Jeez I just don't understand What's when we point? decided that violent offenders who are resisting arrest are supposed to be entirely comfortable. Mm. What I'm saying is, this is uncomfortable. I think if I demanded to be put on the ground and kicked a cop, this seems like getting off easy and would be entirely appropriate. Look. Two minutes to go. Let's okay, let's fast forward it a bit. So anyway, what ended up happening there, folks, is that he stayed down there, and he stayed down there longer. He stayed down there longer than George Floyd did. And they even had the officer stand up and put, try to put all weight on one knee, kind of like how, how Derek Chauvin was. They even they, they tried to put 
uh, try to stand him up. And, 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 and Steven said that when, when the cop stood up, when the fake cop stood up and, and put more weight on the front knee, that it was actually felt like he that he was less, that it was less weight. So they tried to put the full weight of that fake cop on Steven so that he could try to, and they, and they even had it way far down more on the neck than, than the cops was. When we got that other, that other uh, camera view, you could see that it was actually in the, in the shoulder blades. So he did this for longer, and he said, man, it was fine. The worst part about it was his shoulder came out of socket when it happened. So when you're recreating something and showing something like that, now, mind you, he didn't have the fentanyl and all the other drugs in his system, but the point was to show that that, stuff, that kind of stuff doesn't kill you. It wouldn't kill you. And they made it for, for what, a whole year. Gold funerals. How dare you put a knee on somebody's neck? Even if it was on the neck like Stevens was, it wouldn't kill you. So big shout out. Big shout out to Steven Crowder for doing that. Um, KG says, Joe Manchin emailed him back and said, not a chance that he will budge on the filibuster. That means we get to keep our country, folks. Great. Good, good news. Now, I want to follow this up <laughs> from another, for another dumb, dumb award. Now, you guys know that people like uh, Pritzker, Governor Pritzker of Illinois, and um, Lori Lightfoot, which is the mayor of Chicago, we already know that they're dum-dums, right? We already know this. So it's not a secret that they're dum-dums, but we're going to play the song anyway. Or the... We're going to give them dum-dum awards anyway for what they've done to the state in, uh, of Illinois and the city of Chicago. However, I want to show you this video that was found, that I found this on the Gateway Pundit. There's probably about 20%, maybe not even, maybe 15% capacity in the baseball stadium. Now, there was a, there was a baseball game, and... J.B. Pritzker and Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot were announced on the big screen. And when they were, and there's only about 15% capacity, you could hear the boos. Imagine if the place was at full capacity. Now, there's no reason to really show this because we, we already know that the people of Illinois hate Lori Lightfoot and they can't stand Pritzker. Um, but, you know, I found the video and wanted to show it to you. So here you go. You hear the whole crowd that's there, boo, except for one girl who cheers. So when Lightfoot and Pritzker came out onto the field, the 15% that were there shouted out and boos. Same thing with Governor Cuomo. Same thing with Governor Wolf. Same thing with Governor uh, 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 Ducey and the rest of them. Rhinos or Democrats, it doesn't matter whether you're a swamp donkey, whether you're a rhino, you're getting removed. People have had it. People are standing up. People are going to literally... Take this country back, how, whatever that means. Whatever that means to you, we're taking the country back piece by piece. So you got to love it. And um, again, ladies and gentlemen, there's power in numbers. There's always power in numbers. But I think the greatest thing that I saw today from today's show was what Steven Crowder did. I think that was, I did not expect anybody to do that, anybody to recreate um, 
Because people don't want to touch this with a 10-foot pole. They don't want to be called racist or they don't want to be called bigots or they don't want to be called, you know, heartless or anything like that. But the fact of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, the true fact of the matter is that however he was restrained, however he was detained, did not kill him. And it will be proven that the drugs was what killed that man. And you're going to see cities burn, but you will not hear them called insurrectionists. You will not hear them called terrorists. You will hear them called an idea. And you will hear that you will hear the left say they're right to do this. It's okay to do this. Even though people will get murdered, businesses will get destroyed, buildings will be burned, and cities will be burnt. But you'll hear I'm giving you I'm giving you the play-by-play now before it even happens, so you can expect it, but I'm sure you all already know it's gonna happen anyway. Okay? Um folks, tonight, 5 p.m. I will not be here. I will have Will Johnson. From Unite America First, fill in for me tonight. It is my son's birthday, so we are going, uh, he wanted to go out and do stuff, and it coincided with the time that I run the show, so I reached out to Will Johnson, asked him if he'd fill in for me. He graciously right away said he would love to fill in, so Will Johnson will be back, and the topics that he will be talking about tonight will be the gun control, the border surges, because he's been going down to the border with Ben Berkwam and, and Anthony as well, and he's going to give you his experience down at the border, and he's going to be talking about the full attack on Christianity right now, locking down churches, uh, going in and making everybody leave and everything. So Will Johnson will be here tonight filling in for me on Live from America. Please show him some honor and respect just like you did the last time. Make sure you come in and watch the video and share it and like it just like you would if I was here because it's really nice to have people be able to fill in for me. And it's my youngest son's birthday today and I just, I got to, it's actually his birthday this weekend, but we're going out tonight and tomorrow. So um, Will Johnson will be filling in for me and I, I really appreciate you guys. Uh, showing him the love that you show him. So thank you very much. And remember, uh, on the store right now, it, the big and tall section is in there. Um, and make sure that if you guys go in there, you know that 10% is donated to Family Farms. And I really appreciate all of that help. And for all of you monthly donors and one-time donors, you guys are the lifeblood of the show. You always will be. And I just can't wait to just continue to grow the show, get it on digital TV, and who knows where it goes from there. But it only is happening because of all of you. So I want to thank you all so very much for everything that you guys are doing. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter. And I will... Probably do a surprise video at some point this weekend because I promised you I'd show you the studio, right? So I'm probably going to do a surprise live video right here on YouTube to show you the studio. And maybe I'll even do a voice chat uh, group or room on Telegram this weekend as well. So thank you guys very much for joining in. Have a happy, happy Friday. God bless you. Remember, there are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your head up high. Keep your chest out because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Enjoy Will Johnson tonight. And I will see you sometime over the weekend for a surprise look at the studio. Hopefully. That's the plan anyway. All right. God bless you guys. See you later. Have a wonderful weekend.